I'm Ange. I walk the shamanic path and I have the best fucking job in the world. Every day I get to tell you I love you. Don't fucking text them. And I get to help people with their relationships um, using ancient wisdom from my extensive studies in shamanism. So I am along this path. I've been lucky enough to find a lot of spiritual friends and I have some not spiritual friends, but they're all funny and they're all beautiful. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships and the things that that we deal with in them. We're going to dissect the twin flame trend and just talk about soul ties and healing in general. So I love you. And of course, like I said before, don't fucking text them. Work on your own shit. You, you are the problem. I'm sorry. You're also the solution. I love you. Amanda is one of my favorite people because she was one of my first clients around the same time that Scorpio Starseed Tarot found me right after I started doing tarot on TikTok. Um, and I have thought this whole time, like me and her, Scorpio Starseed Tarot, have been in this little twin flame collective with a couple other people where everything was always happening at the same time with us and our people. Um, and that's kind of like the way... You know, I know her as a client and a friend now, but um, yeah, we get into it and all. I love her. She's got she's got a different perspective than me too, which I always welcome. One of the things I tell you guys the most is that you need to get a life instead of obsessing over these people. And I think she's my favorite example of somebody who like built this rich life for themselves that they didn't even realize they were lacking separate from getting into divination or tarot or anything on TikTok, just like real life shit. So here we go. I just I just showered and got ready and I'm still eating my breakfast so that's what's happening this morning. I love that. I think you look great. <laughs> I know it was just one of those mornings. I don't know. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm fine. Just <laughs> <laughs> that is you're always that's a constant Amanda like I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. It's just I'm funny. <laughs> like a slight annoyance in the air. Always. <laughs> Yeah, never content ever. <laughs> I don't know if you caught like what I, I haven't really talked to you as much this week, I don't think, but I don't know if you caught like my that one video that blew up on TikTok this week with my combo of ending things with you know who. Yeah. And so I'm like firmly landed in this opinion as I do, as I falter all the time of twin flames aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think the I think the journey is real. Yeah, but I think ultimately we're not stuck with them is where I've landed. How's what is where are you at this week on that? So I feel like it's funny because I was thinking about that because like we had talked about it like a little bit and I know you go through those phases where you're like, <laughs> no, it's like not a thing like whatever. So it's so like, I don't know where I land. I don't think I've ever really like landed in any one like on one team or like one side because yeah. I remember like you were the first person to ever say like, he's your, you know, like he's your, I I hate that though. Why did I do that? (laughs) It was you, it was you like 18 months ago. So just, just to take back to where you were at. I hate 18 months ago me because I would never, I hate when people do that to people, but okay. Sorry. Carry on. And it was funny because like in the, like looking back at it now, like in the moment when you said that to me, it was like this, I was like relieved. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why this is like mm-hmm. tormenting me. And it's almost like, yeah, okay, like that's the reason. But 
I don't care for that yeah. to be even. Like, do you know what I mean? It's yes. not that didn't like mean something to me other than it um like was like a sense of relief that like because in that at that time I was so overwhelmed with everything that I was like, okay, that at least is like the the reason or like the excuse for like why this is happening to me. But like yeah. <laughs> um but I don't know. I don't feel like it's, it's definitely something. I don't know if it's a, like a twin flame. Like, I don't know if that's what I would yeah. describe to, but it's something I'm stuck with for sure. Like, I think, well, and that's, I just, like I, I said this on the last episode of podcast when I interviewed Jill, but like, I, I just think it's, it's, it is what we know what it to be like. It's, we've done a bunch of lives with this person. We have a bunch of mirroring trauma. We have matching imprints from past life trauma in this life. And so they are a mirror for our own healing. Like, I don't, that's the whole thing. I don't, I'm not saying I'm not a twin flame. I'm saying twin flames in general are not a thing. Cause I've never, since I, since I learned shamanic healing and learned how to journey past lives and do work on an individual's soul. Like from that day forward, I was like, yeah, we are not one soul. We are two separate souls. And here's how I know why. Because remember, do you remember this? When I learned soul retrieval specifically. So yeah. that is the theory that, trauma in a life splinters off a piece of the soul, right? And it's left in that life for safekeeping. And then, so anyone that walks a shamanic path and knows how to do this soul retrieval and bring it back to you, and then that part of you is healed. And you've had, how many of those have you had done? Didn't I do? We did one, we did one or two. Okay. Did, we definitely did one for sure. As someone who's had those done, those soul retrievals are pivotal, right? And you're healing. Mm -hmm. Like, so if we are one soul and we have matching imprints, this is how this was going to be my test when I learned it. I'm like, if we are one soul and we have matching imprints, when I do my soul retrieval on this one hook, that same hook will be healed with him moving right. forward. And yeah. it wasn't. Yep. And it wasn't. And I, and I totally get that too. Cause I know we've had, um, cause I'm super like skeptical or what, like I'm an eye roller to you all the time. I know and you are <laughs> like, well, if you're doing it, then he's doing it. I'm like, he's not. I'm yeah. like, he's not, or we would be in a totally different place. Like, no, like, I don't believe it. Like, it's, yeah. And sometimes that's me in the moment, just like being, you know, difficult, but it's also like, no, like if he healed the same way I did, or like felt the same way I did, like we wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be this difficult, you know? Yeah. I think we're all mirrors, but time isn't real in those mirrors. Right. So sometimes they're an old version of us or sometimes they're ahead of us. And, um, but in the same way everyone is like, we are mirrors for each other. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't mean that you're, you're all doing the exact same thing. Yeah. It, but it means you're so, there's something you're supposed to look at. That's where you always roll your eyes. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> just forget it. <laughs> but sometimes you're supposed to look at it and just, like, I have a thing where I really don't drink anymore. And, like, I drink on my birthday. I drink I drink once or twice a year and I drink way too much and then I don't drink again. That's really what happens. Um, but I I used to drink all the time and I have, a, I have a hook and an imprint of alcohol stuff in my family. My family all has complicated some of them they wouldn't think they don't think they do but like there's a lot of drinking complications in my opinion that being said I, I i meet people all the time who have that hook who have that thing and you could say well andrew in wisconsin everyone drinks but <laughs> I, it, not everyone does you know but everyone i date or every new friend i make has like a thing with it so, so it's not always there for me to or i meet someone who's like a recovering alcoholic like it doesn't mean i need to do anything with it but for me i'm just like oh there's my alcohol thing that's one of my main hooks you know yeah I mean that makes sense 
Like it just comes up. So it's like also emotional, I'm emotional in availability. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think we all see that. <laughs> I think that's everyone. <laughs> no, it's not though, but it's one of your hooks. So you see it. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? There's people that you could encounter and they'd be like, what? No, I don't ever. Like every guy I date works so much that he can't find time to find me or, or they, whatever. They're, not every, but like that's been a theme for me because that's, I am emotionally checked out as a person. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm a little worried about you, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've, I've healed that, but, but it's, it's still in me. So it's still going to come up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That makes you sense. Know. It's annoying. The whole thing is annoying. It like, is. It's so annoying. That's, that's all it's ever been. That's what I mean. I think it was like a relief in that moment. And now I'm like, okay, well it's annoying. Like this is. <laughs> Yes, there's one thing. So your story arc, my favorite thing about your story arc and this whole thing is that I always tell like, so any of my like, divine feminine clients, and I hate even doing that anymore, because we're all just people, whatever, I think we need balanced masculine and feminine energy. But there is true in, in this in this like in in the archetype of the divine feminine in this twin flame journey. Um, I always tell people like you have to get a life. <laughs> And I said, I know I've said this to you and I said it to me, like, cause, and you and I both, before we, before we found this new life for it now, we're like, I am doing, I am doing, I have a life. I don't understand what's wrong, but I think you're another, like, like me, you're another person who just like randomly through by doing the work manifested a whole bunch of weird shit. And here you are. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me that and I was like, I don't know what that means. I'm like, I have a life, you know? And I, I think now, like I've been, I've been so busy and just like, really like I keep my calendar busy and I like schedule like classes and I like do things for myself. And I, I kind of get it now, but like yeah. in the, in the moment I was like, I don't know what that means. Like I have I a know. life, doing things, but I think it's just doing more. I, I think was like the difference, but I remember you kept telling me that and I was like, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I was like, I can't have more of a life than I currently have. Cause I didn't feel like I was, and I still don't think I was like waiting or like sitting around. It's just, it's just different now. I would say before I got a life, <laughs> I, I wasn't really engaging. I don't know. I was numb to a lot of everything I was doing and I had a lot of fear and I was, I was filling time. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it, but it was different. And I, and I know I, this could may trigger a lot of people, but I posted a lot more on social media. I was like, I posted everything I did in life on, and you can say, well, Andrew on TikTok. Yeah, but I don't share Like I, my Snapchat feed used to just be my, every, you guys knew everything I did all day and Facebook and um, Insta. So like, and it was all just cause I wanted people to understand me and pay attention to me like and I don't it, it just feels the energy behind which I lived my life felt different and so the things that got drawn into my life were different and once I aligned kind of those things and feel it realized who I was and didn't need to like prove to anyone anymore I could say what what came to me was much better and now it's filled with very different things yes yeah I know what you mean because I kind of feel the same way I was like doing things but just to do them 
Yeah. It wasn't like it, I was doing things to enjoy them. I was just like doing things to, to do it. And I remember there was like a stint in time. I remember I kept telling you, I was like, I am so bored. And that's like, when you were telling me to get a life, I'm like, but I'm doing so many things. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm doing uh-huh. so many things. It's just not things that I like enjoyed doing, but I was like, and I'm bored out of my fucking mind. Like I, I like, what am I doing? Like, I'm so like, I'm so bored yeah. and it was bored. And like, I think I wasn't, um, like appreciating where I was in the moment. I was just worried about like where I, where I wanted to be. And like, that's why I was, bored. yes, I that's was, like, the gem. Yeah. I was like, okay, well I'm bored because I'm not doing things that I want to be doing like this isn't what I want my life to be like but I wasn't appreciating like the time that I had to do what I was doing and now I feel very good about like what I do every day and like what my schedule looks like and my routine and like I feel good about yeah oh you cut out a little I think it's internet like oh no are you there can I hear you there you are now I can hear you again perfect I don't know what happened but yeah I think talk me so you had a big career change too I guess tell tell that story of how that yeah I think that's that's wild especially with like the numbers part of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was um it was so weird because I was working at home and that was the first time that I had worked at home I did that for almost two years because like, of COVID, right? Well, no, I actually oh. like got a new job that happened to be at home. That job was, was from home before. Okay. But it was during COVID. So like it was all the same time, but it was like a permanent work from home situation. But I um, was working at home and I was just really bored. So I got, cause I worked in retail for a thousand years. So um, I was bored and I got a part-time job just um, like to move. Cause like yeah. I bored out of my mind. So I like went and got um, a part-time job and that turned into like a really awesome job offer. And it was funny. Cause I remember when I got the, the job and I told you about it, the, my salary, like what they offered me was a number that I kept like thinking about mm-hmm. for my current, like for my current job. Yeah. I thought I was going to get promoted and I was like, this is the number. And then when I got my job offer for this new job that was like the exact number that they offered me and I was like yeah. oh hey okay. and that was over the summer it was like in or spring it was like April May that that happened yeah. and it's been great it's been awesome it was such a good change I was scared if not like scared I've never been scared about jobs that's like yeah. not something that I really not that I don't care about my job but it's a job like it's fine it's not it a hook yeah it doesn't like make me anxious um but it's been so great. And I think it's given me a lot of freedom, um, like in my schedule and like how I balance other things in my life. So it's been so great. Yeah. What is a day? I think you're more like me that like your days are filled with things for yourself. Like what is a day? Like, what does your schedule look like? Like what are days look like? Like what a, walk me through a timeline. Oh gosh. Um, I try to, so I really, I'm a, I'm type A in the sense of like everything's on my calendar. My calendar yeah. is color coded. I like do, <laughs> I, <laughs> like, love this. I, I book everything like usually like a week at a time. Like I book like everything that I need to do. So I've been spinning, I've been going to Pilates. So like, those are two things that I book yeah. like ahead of time. And I usually book them with 
um, my best friend and we like go and do those things together as much as we can based on yeah. like our schedules. Um, I've been, oh gosh, what else have I been doing? I've been going to, um, do like cryotherapy and like an infrared sauna thing. So yeah. I once a week. Um, and I kind of book all of those things for myself first and then like mm-hmm. work my other things like into it as best I can. I mean, my yeah. job's super, it's very flexible, which is awesome. Um, in the sense that like I make my own schedule and like prioritize my own things, but if something comes up, like I can easily move Yeah, I need to. Um, but I kind of plan it like one week at a time and I just keep myself, I keep myself busy. Yeah. That's that's but it's full too it's not just like busy for this it's and that's I would say I'm less busy but my life is very full like I it depends on seasons too if I have a season where I'm having big emotions come up for me like I have the past few weeks I'm home just like moving that energy a lot more than I am you know I so I mean my I think my schedule is different too because I have so my son is nine and like I joke that like literally I'm a stay-at-home mom but I just happen to do this work because that is the main part of my life right now so it's like I have to every morning even the mornings I don't know if you know this but so he's at his dad his dad's Mondays and Friday nights and then every other weekend we switch so it's 50 50 but Every morning, even when I don't have him, he gets dropped off at 6 a.m. by um, his dad's fiance because they both go to work. So I do drop off every morning. And then so I have so like he comes home or he gets up and then I get ready and then I take him to school and then I spend an don't laugh, but I just spend an hour on skincare, hair and makeup. I love love it too it's like my little self-care routine but I because I didn't historically I didn't take good care of myself and that affected my mental health a lot you know yeah so um and then I and then I start I come down to the office I start making content and this is like my weekends are the same as my weekdays every day but I love it and then um if I'm going to go live I go live and if I have one-on-ones I have one-on-ones but in between, like, I am walking outside with Junie because there's a nature trail right in my backyard. And I'm sometimes I go lay in the grass and breathe in the summer. Sometimes I go upstairs and just lay down, uh, like, in my living room and cry <laughs> and breathe. Like, uh-huh. honestly, because the feelings come up before I used to be like, if I'm like, I'm so bored. I'm like, what is this really? What is this really? What are we really feeling? And I go get centered in my, it's meditation, but like I do it on the right, my right side of my body in a little ball. And, and I, I go in the most comfy place in my living room and then I let it come up and I feel it and I figure out what it really is. Like, oh, this is anxiety of not being chosen or whatever, whatever it is. And then I cry and move energy and breathe and in meditation until it's gone. And then I go wash my face and I come back down and I keep working because I'm better. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's very healthy. I definitely don't do anything like that during the day, but I love that. <laughs> well, I've been literally this past three years have just been healing. And since I quit my job in November, like that, that's what I talk about when people see me when I go live or I'm making content and they're like, oh my gosh, well, you know, um, I don't know how you like, how do you strengthen your divination and how do you get clear with the messages from spirit? I'm like, because it's all I fucking do. It's like, mm-hmm. I have to get rid of all my shit to be able to hold space for other people. So, and that's where now I haven't been dating for since July. So what is that? Three months and everything got sharper again, because I, 
it's very hard for me to both carry like relationships with other people and continue to like heal myself and keep myself grounded enough to like do this work a little bit enough to be able to be home with my son right now do you know what I mean like it all comes together yeah I don't think any of my healing has been super conscious like that like Mm. I think it's so great that you've done that and like you spend time like doing everything you're supposed to do I don't think (laughs) well not really (laughs) well you do but you do like you just said like you know cry on the floor every day like whatever (laughs) (laughs) not every day but a lot of days yeah some days I haven't had today like I think that's great like I think it's good that you're like dealing with it I don't think I've never like intentionally like set aside time to to do that I think other than like if I've had time with you like I think that's really me intentional but I feel the end result is fine so I don't know how it happened but it happened and I and I feel good but I never like I don't lay on the floor and cry well, we do it we do it different ways <laughs> yeah but you're so I'm missing that I got I like stopped going to the gym I used to be a gym person and like mm-hmm. my weight is up and that's on my bucket list of things I need to look at like once I get over this next little healing hump so you know walks only get you so far so like the the spin and Pilates part the fact that you've been doing that and like getting out with friends like that's all important part of healing too I think we all have different areas we need to work at like I used to have a really busy schedule like that where it was like yoga spin class um you know like I work and like I did the same thing for a long time but my son was in daycare while I was doing those things and so I'm just in a season now where like he's nine mm-hmm. but I'm he is he is the thing that I schedule first because what and that's the part I left out what then when he's um home I I don't do anything else I it's just what are we doing are we going to go to Dave but- and Buster's are we going to go for a walk are we gonna you know what I mean like are we going to watch a movie and snuggle so I think that's, you said it, that I, everyone in their scheduling has to decide what they're going to schedule first and then what they're going to work around it, right? But you've made like some of your healing stuff your priority, you know? Yeah. yeah, I think I've just, like, I didn't feel, I just want, it was, I'm sorry, that was like not at all a sentence. It was like multiple things that I was thinking <laughs> of. That's um, I, <laughs> I, it's just something that makes me feel so much better. Like I'm all about routine. So like, if I put something like you talked about, like your skincare routine, like I do, but it has to be like a conscious part of, of my routine or I fall apart. Like I have to have, I'm very, like, I eat the same thing for breakfast every day. Like I'm very like, um, in that way. Um, but even with, like the classes I've been taking and like me feeling better about myself. Um, one thing that I was actually at a spin class, like last week, I think, I think it was last week or the week before. And I thought I was going to cry in class because, um, so, (laughs) um, I, we have like a cool down and like, obviously like the lights are off and it's just like calming music and just kind of like coming back to center, like at the end of the class. And, um, the instructor was like, think about why you're here. And like, usually mm-hmm. I like tune whatever they're saying out and I like, don't really listen. And I'm just like there, but I was like, <laughs> I like, actually, um, thought about why I was there. And I think part of my journey, like the past few years is like when I, um, when I was married and I was so depressed. Like I didn't even realize how depressed I was. Like I gained so much weight Mm -hmm. and I've changed changed so 
much since then. And I was sitting there thinking in the class, like, why am I doing this? And I had like this overwhelming, like realization that like, I'm doing this because I don't want, I want my outside to match my inside. Mm. Like my outside body is the same bot. Like it's definitely changed. Like it for sure over time, but like, I don't want it to be the same person that like was sad all the time. Like I want it, I want it to feel like the person I am like internally. And I was like, I'm going to cry. It's been class. Like that's like, (laughs) I like didn't really think about it before. I was like, I'm just doing this to like feel better and like to keep myself in a routine. And I do feel so much better, but I think that's really. That's beautiful. I know. I know. I've had that thought a lot. I think because weight has always been a thing for me, um, like my entire, I mean, I'm 42 for I'm 43 now, Jesus. Um, but I mean, like since I was 13, honestly, I was in Weight Watchers in eighth grade when I was 130 pounds <laughs> in eighth grade, I was in Weight Watchers anyway. So, but it's always been a thing, even when it wasn't a thing is my point. And there's always that sense of, yeah, like it's, it's when you feel like you, it's, I think it's all a not being seen hook though, too. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, people don't even know who I am remember that movie shallow hell do you did you I don't know if you're too young to know this movie oh my god it's old movie okay so (laughs) if you're looking for one to watch it was with um Jack Black and um Gwyneth Paltrow like probably back in the 2000s I don't know but it was all about this guy who's like a fucking pig and so they put like somebody puts a curse on him or something that he'll see people for their inside beauty not their outside and so there's this girl that's really um heavy and she he falls in love with her but he sees her like Gwyneth she's but Gwyneth Paltrow um because of her personality and stuff and then she and that movie fucked with me (laughs) when that came out I think it was in my 20s it must have been the 2000s but like because that's always been a thing it's like I wish people could see you know but sometimes we don't realize that we don't like ourselves in those moments and that's why we kind of let some of it go not just weight but all of it you know what I mean yeah and it's for me too, it's a balance of like, like loving what my body got me through. Yes. It's like, I don't want you to go, but you, it's time. Like you gotta go, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I love you. Like, thanks for, thanks for getting me through what you did, but um, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not there anymore. A lot of it's the energy too, because I am the same weight now again. Like I had lost after my divorce and now I'm back up. So I'm kind of the same weight I was when I filed for a divorce, but I don't look it. I look completely different still because the energy behind when you when you shift your energy and you do energy work like that, it's something about your auric field that shifts the way you look in general, where you just have that's when people call that the glow up. Like mm-hmm. it's because you stand back in your power and you're not sitting in a relationship that you know has been done for a long time. Mm-hmm. Cause you felt that shift after your divorce too, didn't you? Where you're just like, it's more about getting back to you. Yeah. I think, um, it was, I just didn't realize like how depressed I was until I wasn't. Yes. And all of a sudden I was like, you know, I really just felt like I woke up one day and I was like, it's been how many years? Yeah. It doesn't feel like, I don't even, like, I still don't really remember like a lot of that that time and it's yeah um and that's sad like I just didn't realize you know until like I was out of it so there's a shamanic uh, explanation for why you don't remember (laughs) so life is um shaman believe that life happens in 
um, pachas or life cycles within a life. So you have a, a life here on earth and you have multiple lives on earth. So there's imagine them all like big circles. Like this is your life as Manda. And then this is your next life and your next life. Well, <clears throat> within each one of those life, there's also life cycles within them. So the first one is usually birth to age seven. Mm-hmm. And then seven to maybe a high school, let's call it, whenever you transition to the next part of your life is another life cycle. And then whatever you do after high school until that ends is kind of a life cycle. So for a lot of us, it's college. Some of us, mine was probably like, um, just like, I don't know. They're, sometimes they're usually in seven year chunks, but they can be shorter or longer for other people. But when you move into that next life cycle or pacha, it's like, you're in a whole different world. You don't even remember that old life. That's when people say when you, the, the thing you just said, like, I, I don't even remember it. Part of it might be trauma too, because you like checked out. But honestly, truly, if it makes you feel better, it's it was just like, it feels like a whole different person because it was, it was a different life cycle. So like my, my 20s were a life cycle of just going to work and going to the bar every night. You know, that doesn't feel that feels like a whole different life. Um, but at 29, I consciously chose to focus on healing for a while after a bad breakup and just kind of stayed in. And that started a different life cycle. You know what I mean? And then when I got pre- when I had Radley, when I was 33, that started a new life cycle of being a mother. And it, so they all feel like completely different lives. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it definitely makes sense. Um, I think about that now too, even just like, like I think about since I like met you, like started working with you, like even the change in the past like year and a half is just like ridiculous. And it's not, um, again, like in the moment I was like, I'm doing everything that I can do. And I think that was true, but now I'm like, I can't believe how much of my time or like my energy or like my thoughts were like consumed by this thing, even though I really didn't feel like I had control over it. Um, but now it's just different. Like, yeah, meaning the like meaning meaning the guy as in the the twin flame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it was just such an all-consuming thing for for a while and again, I don't think I did anything consciously or purposefully to like shift that. I think it's just yeah. like time in and learning and healing, but it wasn't like cuz I remember telling you I was like I it's not I don't want to think about this. Like, I don't want this to be like, you know, this part of my day, but it was, and now it's just different. Yeah. Where are you at? I, that's good to know because I literally like just shifted out of that a week ago when I had my last quantum healing with my teacher or not quantum healing. Why did I say that? My last shamanic healing with my teacher. Um, like I, the, the waking up thinking about him every morning and just the obsession, like finally ended. And it, I know what it was now is because of a particular past life situation that she healed, but like it was consuming and it drove me fucking crazy. I hated it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm glad that that ended. Like when, where are you at then? With, Cause I know you've even said like, you don't want to date anyone else. You're just going to focus on your life. If it's not him though, like, do you still feel that way? Yeah. Like, I think it's not that I'm. I think if I, I might have like a little bit of fear, but I'm really not like scared or opposed to meeting anybody. It's more just like yeah. the, 
I don't have the time or like yeah. the energy to do that. Like if someone asked me what my favorite color is, I swear to God, like I cannot, like, I just can't do it. I'm not interested in recapping my whole life with another yeah. person. I don't really care to learn about someone else's life. <laughs> like, you have right no now. more talking stages like, left in you. Yeah. Unless you're going to marry me. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I just <laughs> that's don't. how I feel too. And I'm in, I'm in that place too. Honestly, I am. And, but on the favorite color thing, I've said this to you before, I have dated so much in the past two years. Like literally I've probably been in the talking stage with like a hundred guys in the past two years. Not once has anyone asked me my color nor have I ever shared it. And if they did, I would just not answer I, because that's so fucking boring, Amanda. You don't have to talk about that. That's what I mean. I'd, but, I know. but you know me too. Like I'm not interested in like anything like surface level. I know. Like, I just care like I don't care. I don't want to talk about work I don't want to talk about what you do for a living I don't want to talk about what I do like I just yeah. don't it's I just don't want to like I just don't what is wanna. okay remind me what is your astrology again oh so I'm I'm a Scorpio sun I'm a Taurus rising and I'm a Pisces moon Pisces moon that's right because everyone yeah. okay yeah that explains so much do you know what your Venus is I don't. It's okay. Don't. It's okay. Well, so that explains a lot though, too, because Pisces moons, you're just like, just fucking bare your soul and let's plan the wedding and move on with it. Like yeah. we'll share favorite songs, but that's it. Otherwise I don't care. Yeah. So, but I feel fine. Like I don't feel, I think, um, and I know I've shared this with you before too. Like I don't need a partner. Like yeah. I'm not somebody that feels like I need to be with anybody or like need yeah that in my life I think it's it's great but I don't ever feel like that's needed the only reason I I feel like this is, and this is just me the reason I feel like I need a partner is because I want children yeah yeah like I want a fam I want a family not just kids like so that's like it's like a transitive property of like of the end result but yeah. I don't I need a person with me I need a person for my so like yes. that's what um that's like the only thing that I, I feel like I need. And I think that's something, um, for me, like my mom, like I have a very complicated relationship with my mom and I don't, yeah. I don't talk to her, but she cannot function without a person. Like she can't, like yeah. she needs that. So I think like, I just never, I don't know, you know, psychologically if I just was like well I don't want to be like that or whatever it wasn't like conscious yeah. I just don't need that in my life um but she really like can't so I think it's a for me it's like breaking a generational thing because I think her mom was like that too so yeah. I'm glad I, I don't feel that way yeah because um, if and when I do have kids I hope they don't feel that way like because they don't need that did she so did she date a lot or was she with your dad or was she like what was it yeah. So my parents split up when I was, I was a teenager. Like I was like 12 or 13, maybe yeah. like I was, I was young. Um, and then she was always with someone like, yeah. it wasn't like a, there were only like a few, yeah. at least in my time, like with her, but she was yeah. never saying like, she just needed, like, she needs a man yeah. to like be in her life. Yeah. And I just don't like, I don't, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm jealous because that's what I no, like that's what I've been working on recently yeah. for me. And that literally it's funny. So it's funny you said that because in your true Scorpio um nature here, it's like there's whole parts of my Scorpio friends I never realize until you say it. And I'm like, oh well that makes sense. But no, um 
yeah for i don't the thing i have said specifically is i don't want to be the mom that has a parade of boyfriends running through Mm -hmm. my house while my kid is here like i for as far as he knows i've date i've dated but i have only had one boyfriend or you know that he's met since my divorce and Mm -hmm. um all he saw was a man treat me really nice for the three weeks and i regret introducing because it was only three weeks but it is what it is you know and like um i just don't i don't want him to have that perception that you have about your mom so it's really interesting because that you just said that you know what i mean yeah that's me being a mirror for you it is you're a great mirror thank you (laughs) for your service (laughs) you got it anytime I just because honestly like I um I do struggle my mom was only with my mom is like she's a nerd she's a huge Mm -hmm. nerd but she was only with my dad um you know after college and then she was divorced um for six she wasn't her divorce was even final but you know she was separated from my dad for six months they were married 17 years and then um my stepdad she met my stepdad who is he was our insurance agent so my dad's and my dad's best friend one of his best friends was was their insurance agent when they were married and she needed she wanted to switch because she didn't want the house she didn't want anyone feeding information back you know so she asked one of the neighbors like for an insurance referral and they so then sent over my stepdad he made a house call and then they started dating so they and that's been 30 some years they're married now and it was they had a rocky road you know um but they she never has been with anyone else besides those two people those are literally she had a high school boyfriend but those are she had three boyfriends her whole life so but in my perception and I, I don't think it's true, but from my perception, she um, needed someone to take mm-hmm. care of her. You know what I mean? And so I didn't want to be like that. And I am independent, but I've noticed since the divorce now, I I was never like this before. Or maybe I was, but I wasn't, I don't know, getting as much attention. I don't know how to say it. But I had to realize, like, I there's not been a moment that I'm not talking this way. And even now, it's hard because, like, a random ex-boyfriend from that I haven't heard from from January texts me out of the blue, Amanda, yesterday. And I'm just – I just didn't answer him because I can't be talking to people. I just need to not. Like, unless they're going to marry me and move in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. But mind you, I think if there is any – I don't feel scared to meet anybody or like be with anybody else I think my if there is any fear it's that like I know that I have hurt people because of my Mm. person and like there was someone who I used to see like a long time ago and he still keeps in touch with me like every once in a while I'll hear from him and he's like oh we should get together and like I was like oh that would be that'd be good for me like if I like went out and just like with somebody else but I was like I know that he cares about me. Yeah. And I was like, I would leave him in a second. Mm-hmm. Like I would. And like, that's so hurtful. Like I can't do that again. Like I've done it to him already. <laughs> you can't do it to him again. Yeah. Like that's so cruel. Like I would never do that to anybody. So I think that's the only like fear, but it's not a fear. It's just, I wouldn't do that to somebody, you know? Yes. That's specifically why I took 
time off dating because my last breakup in July I remember there was a moment here's where it is I thought I was okay and over it enough because I knew there was nothing for me right and he did come back while I was with the other guy and he said he wanted me to be his partner and blah blah, blah. he was drunk so who knows if he meant her or not but whatever but he said all the things and that day I blew him off I was like I've got his kids here with my son like we've got family stuff play I I cannot come over and talk to you about our relationship today of all days. Like I am in the middle of a relationship. You, I'm like, go talk to whoever you've been talking to for the two weeks. I haven't heard you in. And he was like, no, Ange, my dad's girlfriend, my dad's wife left him. I've been dealing with this. So it was a mirror for him. And so I get that something changed if he's ready to talk, but I was like that I can't this day. So, but after that, I was emotionally I that that really I think I cried for two days and my boyfriend at the time was very very understanding because I was like I just this guy popped up and he kind of messed with my head and I'm okay I'm good I'm in but like I just need to so I was off for a couple days first of all because of that and then um ultimately when it came to a conversation where we kind of got in our first fight three weeks in where it was like we had to sit down and talk about issues when he started naming some stuff that I didn't that he was unhappy with and it was same things. It was the same things that this person had always said too. I literally was, I think he was, I think he was saying he wanted to take a break to kind of like, I don't know, he wanted to like break up but still be friends and kind of see if we could heal those parts of us and then work again on it. And I just got up and started packing all my stuff in his house into my truck and left because I was like, fuck it. If it's not, it's not you anyway. You're not even my person. I'm not going to do this. Like, I think we check out sooner too, even if we're trying to move on. And I know there was a point in the boyfriend before that that I had in May where I was at his house and he kind of started like, doing, I don't know, he just said something I didn't love. And I just was fucking emotionally gone because I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do. And his house was the exact same layout as, as the, the twin foot. I know. So I, I think that's what, that's when I was like, I need to knock this shit off because I, the, we technically both those boyfriends broke up with me, but one could argue I was gone the moment I was like, I wish this was someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I think for me, it's like a, that's what happened when I was married. Like the whole time I was like, you're not, Mm -hmm. you're not him. You're not it. Like you're, you know, and I love my like husband. He was my best friend. And like, we, I'm so glad that I was with him during that time. Cause if I was by myself, I don't like, it probably would have been so much worse. Like it was like just being with someone who did care about me, Yeah, but it's the same thing. And then when like we were splitting up. I was like, I don't know what to say. Like this just, we shouldn't have done this. And I just, he so hurt, like reasonably, like very, like very hurt. And I was like, it's my fault. Like, this is my fault. Like I just shouldn't have, shouldn't have signed you up for this or like, we shouldn't have done this. And he's so happy now, which like I told him, I told him, I was like, you will be fine. I was like, you're going to meet somebody like it's, you're going to be fine. And he totally is so but at first when he was like obviously upset like I that was it was just pure guilt yeah because like I knew and like I don't want to do that to anybody yeah I it's I you know I knew that before I even met I I will say though I don't feel anymore now I don't feel that anymore like now I'm genuinely in a place where because I mean he did he's 
I we got I I said what I needed to say to end things on Sunday and he texted me Tuesday already and I just didn't answer because I because I don't have anything more to say I'm literally I'm very much done we'll see if I eat my words <laughs> but I don't think I've ever done this before where I've never not answered him before ever in the whole two years you know um because I just I don't feel beholden to him like he's the only one that can make me happy anymore like I did um the prior two years <laughs> sounds crazy but I still know but I know now that I need to look at enough of my stuff to like I I see like some of where I get a little too codependent still even after I've done all this healing I need to spend a little more time on that you know mm-hmm. yeah but I'm I'm more open to like I'm not going to go back on dating apps right now but like I used to that's what I did is I used dating apps because I could find a new boyfriend within a week it was just so easy <laughs> but that's a band-aid <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not I can't there's a part of me that like wishes I could but I really I just don't want to I just don't want to do it. I'd rather be by myself. Yeah, it's, it's, I right now need to focus on me. And it's like, because of all of the time spent crying on the couch and (laughs) (laughs) I take baths, I do other stuff, but no, that's why sometimes I don't know. So sometimes I'm on live and a new person or it's not even just live. It's in real life too. People sometimes meet me and they're like, oh my God, we would have such a blast. Like let's, let's hang out. Or I wish I lived close so we could go out. We would, we would um like we would I don't know insinuating that I would be going out with people and painting the town or whatever you do and being like wild that is I was like if you saw what my daily life is like that is not (laughs) I'm barefoot in the backyard yeah throwing flowers into the river crying and praying I I know it's like most of my days literally meditation and prayer just like talking to spirit because it's i i spend 40 years fucking miserable amanda like i am talking miserable and it's just like i can't i can't go back to that so if this is what i need to do to keep me whole like i'm gonna fucking do it and if a relationship you know can fill in those parts in the middle of it then okay right but otherwise no but I think since that hasn't happened for me, like, I think it is, I'm just supposed to be by myself right now, which. Yeah. Is- Same. I'm fine. I know. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, it kind of sucks sometimes, but it's like, I think I'm getting what I need to get out of it. So, so that's where you're at right now is just living your life. And if, do you think that you end up with him still though? I don't know. I, (laughs) I don't know. I think I can't see it working out any other way. Like I can't see me being with somebody else. I just can't. Yeah. Um, and I hope that I'm not alone for forever. So I don't know. I don't know if it's hope or just like a gut feeling. I do. I mean, I heard from him again, um, a few days ago, but it's like the same, it's the same thing. And I'm like, I'm not doing this either. So yeah, I hate the, the 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 conversations of there's no action or substance. And I struggle with if that's impatience on my part or if it's not, but it's like I don't really want to just fucking check in via text with someone yeah. once every couple of weeks or with it in a nothing conversation or even a phone call. Like I that's I don't know why that's not enough for me, but if it's not in real life, I don't want to fuck with it. 
Yeah. Especially with him specifically. Like I've set my intentions with him. Like I've, yeah. told him, you know, like this is what, this is what I want. So if you can't offer that to me, like that's, that's fine, but I'm not going to do anything else. It's just yeah. like a waste, waste of our time. Um, especially like if he needs to be with somebody else in this life, like to be happy, like then he needs to go find that and not. Yeah. You know, quit wasting your time with me. <laughs> so then what is he saying when he, when he reaches out, just checking in like stuff or even, but even like though you've said, that's not what you want. Yeah. So the past two, so we like went into, we were together. We went into a separation back in June. Um, when we had like a whole conversation about like what we were doing and like yeah. what was going on. And I've heard from him twice since then. Um, and both times he like wanted to see me and he was like, well, can you come over? And I was like, for what? Yeah. He's like, we'll just come hang out. I was like, no, like, I don't just want to come hang out at your house. Like I need you to like offer. And I feel, I feel conflicted about that because he's so, bad with emotions that I'm like, I don't know if you asking me to come over is because you want to talk to me more in person. Right. But if you do want to, I just need you to tell me that before I come, I come out there. Yeah. Um, and it was the same thing just a few days ago. Yeah. Was like, hey, can you come over? And I was like, for what? Right. Like, like, what do you want? And he's like, I just want to see you. Like, I want you to come over. And I was like, that's not enough. Like that's just yeah. not enough. Yeah. I feel the same way. I feel exactly the same way because that's all it ever is. And it's like, or I find myself there for my person like that. Like I just would find myself at his house and he'd just be bitching about his ex-girlfriend and his job. And like, he'd just sit there like I'm, and then he'd be like, thank you so much. You're my rock. And it's like, well, what am I getting out of this? I just feel like <laughs> I just said, I should charge you for, you know, yeah. a 44 minute session. <laughs> yeah, do it. Send him a, send him a Venmo uh, request. I've actually done that before. That didn't <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, um, like, I still feel conflicted in the sense of like, should I go and just see if anything happens? And if not, like, I'll turn around, you know, like I'll leave, but I also need him to grow up. Like I need him to be who, like I, it's not that much to say like, Hey, I want to talk to you. Can you, can we meet up? Can you come here? Like, you know, it's not that hard. Like, (laughs) I agree. So if I'm, if I'm asking for the bare minimum, I don't think you know, bars on the floor. So if if we can, if we can get there, that would be good. Yeah. It's so interesting because I don't know if I've told you about that. Like it, um, the, the other guy that I've also dated for this past like year and a half, um, like he has been saying for the past couple weeks that he wants to try to fix things, but we have the same problem of for him, it's he wants to have the conversation he wants to talk about whatever but it's scheduling which busy in itself is a defense mechanism okay so but um he was like i'm asking you just he's also had real life stuff happen but it's a good mirror because he said something like um it's can you i just need some patience and understanding and he was like with you it feels like it's everything all at once right now or never (laughs) And they said, no, but it has to be sometime. 
Like, I, I feel like I've been patient. It's been a year and a half since I met you. <laughs> we can't be able, you know what I mean? Like, I, and for him, it's even like you guys for a while were spending consistent time together, but like he doesn't have time. And I'm like, well, then you just don't have time and that's fine. But like, I want, a, I also want a family. And that's the thing is you can shit on me for wanting a family. I already have a child. I already have a child. I'm doing family stuff all the time. It's mm -hmm. much more nice to do that with a partner and potentially other children over there. Like, whatever. I don't need to have another kid, but do you know what I mean like that's not um so yeah. I, and like you know every time I ask he has stuff or the couple times he asks I happen to have my son but it's never like a schedule that gets nailed down so it's just like um then that's why it does make me want to run away and leave and I don't know if that's wrong I think in your case it's definitely you're doing the right thing but like it's it's but I have this I keep getting this mirrored back to me in different guys where it's like they think I'm asking for too much when I just want to spend in real life time <laughs> consistently. Yeah. yeah. That's not too much. Yeah. And that's how I feel. And I think it also could be a real perception because I know he and I, it's been, it's been 10 years. So like what our one conversation, um, I said, we were talking about like dating or whatever, like in general. And I was like, you and I don't have the luxury of like, casually dating like yeah we like that's not gonna be a thing like it's kind of gonna be um like zero to a hundred or nothing like it yes. is kind of, like we're kind of past the point of like just casually getting to know each other that's you've already not, done that yeah it's done it's not like a luxury we have and I think that does freak him out because it is you know it's kind of all in or, or nothing. Um, yeah. and I feel the same way about, um, like I feel the same thing. It, it is like all, all or nothing. And I remember I called him out in like our last conversation and I was like, I think that's why you do this. I think it's because you're scared that it'll be real and you'll mess it up. And it's, it's actually over. And when we do this, like in between thing, you have the luxury of, of going back and forth. Yeah. And like, I'm not doing that. And he was like, so stunned that yeah. <laughs> I said that. And I was like, that's what it is. Yeah. I was like, and I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm in the same place. I'd rather, and honestly though, I think I can't tell because there's an anxiety that sits in me when I'm in this in between with someone, but I think it's, it's not because I can't be alone. It's because I'm not standing in my power because this isn't what I want. Mm-hmm. I like, honestly, if someone can't, the, the same way you named about your schedule and I, and I have one that's a lot more air sign than that, where it's, a, it's not, it's in my head, you know, uh, but I, I, I can, I can move my schedule around anyone. Okay. If you can't do that, if you can't find spaces for me, all I really need someone to say is like, here are kind of the times this week I would be able to see you and then I can work around that. And if you can't do that, then it's not a reciprocated relationship. Right. Yeah. And with the intention of also moving forward into this family type thing, you know, both of those things. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I just don't have time for the in-between. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. That it's not. And it's, I don't think that's a wounded place to be. I think that's from a place of knowing what you want and just like sitting in your power over that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably something I've, I think that's part of my like healing and again it wasn't like conscious or 
anything. I think for so long, I always like allowed our dynamic to be what like worked for him. And it was like coming from a place of love because I know he doesn't have like the capacity, you know, like he doesn't have like the emotional availability. And that was the thing for so long. But now I'm like, we're old, like we are adults. Like you need to like get your life together. And if that's something you can't offer or like do for me, then then we're wasting our time. So like, I'm kind of done like letting it slide. It wasn't, I always knew what I was doing, but I was doing it from what I thought was a place of love. But really the most loving thing I can do for him is like, let him grow up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You can't, you can't. enabling never helped anyone, right? No. Oh.